Needless to say, faith in God is a fundamental principle of being Jewish. If you believe in Hashem, then you believe that the world has a purpose, and then you believe that there has to be a guide on how to achieve that purpose and how we should live in the context of that purpose. So belief in God is the bedrock of the whole of Judaism, which I think we all subscribe to. The question is, belief in God is great, but how are we meant to perceive God? Recently, somebody asked me, when I pray, what should I picture in my mind? Because I find it difficult, the person says, to be able to pray without a picture of who I am addressing. So all of Judaism's greatest philosophers, sages, and mystics have spent incredible amounts of time on exactly this concept. How is it? from a Jewish, from a Torah perspective, that we are to view God. It's a subject we can speak about for many hours. Perhaps just to start the conversation, let's have a look at the Rambam, Maimonides, and what he writes in the Mishnah Torah. The Mishnah Torah is a 14-volume work of Jewish law. And that's interesting because that frames it in a legal sense. What is the halachic, what is the legal framework for understanding God? In fact, he uses that as his introduction to the 14 books of Jewish law because the principle, of course, is to subscribe to Jewish law, you first have to have an appreciation of who presented that law, who devised that law. And so he says, Yesoid ha Yesoidos, the foundation of all foundations and the pillar of all wisdom is to know, and the expression that he uses to refer to God over there is that there is a Motsui Rishon, a primal existence, an original existence. So there he immediately frames that what fundamentally distinguishes God from anything else is that everything else that exists is the result of some process that caused it. A creator that made creations. Or as the expression is used in certain mystical teachings, the concept of ila va'olul, cause and effect, where one thing derives from another. What distinguishes God is that God is motso rishon. You know, very often people ask, and children especially ask this question, who made God? And it confounds many people and they spend a lot of time twisting their brains around that principle. Who made God? Well, the thing is, we come from our construct, from our reality. And in our reality, everything has a maker. Everything has a cause. So we then project that and we say, if everything that we know has a cause, if we came from somewhere, if the world we live in came from somewhere, we just assume that the same kind of principle should apply to God as well. So we ask the question, who made God? The Rambam says, it's an illogical question. What makes him God is that he is Motsoi Rishon. He is a primal and absolute existence. That means to say an existence that always was, always is, and always will be. Expression that is conveyed in the name of Hashem, which is spelled with a Yud, a He, a Vav, and a He, the main name of God, which stands for Hayah was, Hove is, Yeh will be. So the first principle that we have of understanding God is the principle of Matsui Rishon, that Hashem is an absolute existence that has nothing to cause his existence, rather he is the cause for all existence. And the Rambam spells that out with these words. He says, if nothing else would exist, he would still exist. 
But if he would not exist, nothing else could exist. That is our introduction to the concept of God. It's time for some midweek mysticism. The most appropriate term that we use to describe Hashem is Ein Soif, literal translation, without end. And most people will tell you that that means that Hashem is infinite, and you'd be right. Infinite meaning Hashem is not bound by space. Hashem is not bound by time. And when you start to think that Hashem is infinite, you think of infinite power, infinite wisdom, infinite greatness, and of course you then think totally beyond our reach. There's no way we could have a personal relationship with an infinite entity. Because the way that we process everything is by giving it definition, by making it finite. When you understand something, you give it parameters. This is how much I understand. When you experience something, that's within parameters. This is what I can feel or touch or hear or see. So if Hashem is Ein Soif without any parameters or limits, naturally that implies that I'll never get anywhere close to Him. If you had to accumulate all of the finite ability that exists and that has existed throughout history, be it within the human race, be it within all the spiritual beings that exist, you put all of that finite energy together, you still will be infinitely distant from Ein Soif, that which is infinite. And so many times we think of Hashem as aloof, as very distant and inaccessible. But we'd be missing the point because our mystics teach us, Keshem sheyesh koyach bebilti balgvul, which means just as much as Hashem has the power to express or to be infinite, so He has the power to be finite. Now, what exactly does that mean? See, when we say Ein Sof, we mean that there are no boundaries, no limits. Rules, for example, are limits. We're bound by rules, whether they are official rules, whether they are the laws of nature, we're bound by rules. There are certain things that we cannot do. If somebody had to, for example, tell a person to jump off the roof, well, it might not be good advice, but it's doable. Whereas if somebody had to tell you from the ground to jump onto the roof, regardless of whether it's good advice or not, it's not doable. These are the boundaries, the parameters that we live in. So I don't have the ability to leap onto a roof from the ground. That limits me. <clears throat> Hashem is Ein Soif. That means that there are no rules, there are no limits. There's nothing that we should be able to say He cannot do. If we were to say that because He is infinite, He cannot come into our space and He cannot make Himself accessible, that would be as bad as saying He cannot be infinite. In other words, we'd be applying a rule and a limitation to Him. So in fact, when we say that Hashem is Ein Soif, without any bounds, without any rules, without any limits, we're actually saying that He's completely accessible. Not because He's finite, but because He can choose, and this is the brilliant thing about Hashem, He can choose to make infinite accessible to finite. He can choose to make His full capacity available to us. Where does he do that? So the primary place is in the Torah. The first word of the Ten Commandments, which is, of course, the first communication of Torah from Hashem to the Jewish people, is Anoichi I. 
And we're told that Anoichi is an abbreviation of Ano Nafshi Kesavis Yehovis. I have taken my soul, written it, and given it to you. My soul, my infinite power, my real self, Hashem says, I'm making accessible to you every time you open a book and read my wisdom. Sounds impossible? That's Ein Soif. It doesn't have to be possible, and yet it is possible all at once.